0: Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question comes from Julie on Facebook, who says Hi, Margaret, my kid wants to do an RV trip next summer. We live in Ohio and have no specific destinations in mind yet, but any resources to help us learn the ropes and pitfalls ahead of time would be greatly appreciated. So, if you're a new listener or for some bizarre reason you have not listened to every episode of the podcast, first of all, go do that. Second of all, my family and I went on an RV trip for six days, two summers ago. Man, it might have been three summers ago. It was before the pandemic, so it was a while ago. It's crazy. Time flies. Um, and we, I had done an RV trip with my family when I was uh, like a middle schooler. And we did six weeks in an RV, which having done six days in an RV seems absolutely bonkers insane to me Um, how my parents survived six weeks. But I will give you some RV tips. So we rented our RV from a place called Cruise America, which I think is like one of the big RV rental places. I know there's a lot of places where you can rent rent other people's RVs and like trade, just Google rent an RV and there'll be a million things. We went with this big company figuring like, okay, we might need uh, some help along the road. One thing is that I had originally imagined this week trip would be like, we'll go from New York to Maine, then to Florida and back. And I quickly learned beforehand to keep it really small. So we ended up doing just New York State. We used KOA campgrounds, basically. For the record, no one's paying us for any of these endorsements. This is just actually what we used on the trip. Um, I like the KOA campgrounds, again, as a novice because they have really easy hookups. So You have to hook up your sewage, hook up your water, hook up your electricity, and It turned out, for reasons that are not interesting, that my husband could not go with me. And I ended up doing the trip with my father-in-law, who is more handy than I am, but certainly not like the handiest person on earth. And the two of us were able to figure out how to get the hookups working, uh, mostly him. That part was pretty easy. And the thing about a KOA campground is that... You want to be outside if you're not driving the RV, basically. And so they had, all of them had pools, places to swim. One of them had little, like, go-kart things you could rent. One of them had one of those big, like trampoline things. You know what I'm picturing? It's like a giant blow up mattress that kids jump around on. Um, And so there was things to do, playgrounds and other things, kayaks. Sometimes they have all sorts of different things and you can just look them up online and see what the amenities are. But the biggest piece of information is that you actually don't want to spend a ton of time in the RV because it is cramped. It's where you're living and it's where you're sleeping and it's where your food is. And so Getting out of the RV is important. That's why I like campgrounds. And man, is there a whole world online if you want to dig into it of people who rate RV campgrounds and give you tips. And they're much more informed than I am. The other thing that we figured out pretty quickly is that two things. One, we had so we did New York State and we were going to stop in Albany. It became very clear very early that we did not want to drive the RV into a city. So we skipped all of those stops. A lot of people will tell you tow a car so then you can park your RV and drive around. That was too high maintenance for us to deal with. But it does mean that anywhere you want to go, you have to make sure that you can drive in in an RV and park it. And so I think a lot of experienced RV people would say, bring a car or tow a car. We didn't happen to do it and we made it work. Um, And then the driving is kind of the least good part and the gas is really expensive. And so we kept it small. So I think we went to Cooperstown in New York. So that's about two hours from where I live. Then we went to Lake Placid and then we did go up to the Thousand Islands. So I don't know how many miles we drove, but actually what stopped us from driving so much is I think that the rental place charged us per mile at a certain point. So we kept everything close together. But that turned out to be a total gift because we were only in it for six days and we didn't want to be driving six hours every single day. So short trips, head for known campgrounds, and then... We made a plan every day. So we saw like in Cooperstown, we saw the Baseball Hall of Fame in Lake Placid. We went tubing one day and then one day we went on a gondola up a closed ski mountain. And it was fun to have an activity every day. But if I had to do it over again, I think I would have left one day as just like hanging the RV park day because there is a lot to do. And I think we were slightly overscheduled because the other news is that you are living in your tiny home. And so... Every morning, just to drive the thing, you have to get up, strip the beds flip everything back to be now a table now the upstairs whatever it is and then at night you have to figure out how to feed everybody and then you have to remake all the beds at night so by day five of like getting up in the morning turning the beds going out and going on some big adventure and then coming home making dinner and returning the beds i was like someone free me from rv life that being said i highly recommend this as a family activity It is very bonding, and there's a lot of time to talk, which, you know, I would love to do it again now that my kids are a little bit older. My father-in-law and I decided that the biggest activity of the RV folk is staring into the middle distance, pensive contemplation. It's like a lot of people, I guess people don't, some people have TVs in them, but a lot of people just, like, set up chairs outside the RV and just stare out into space, and it was kind of a... It was kind of a revelation. Like, oh, this is an interesting way to spend the night. Like, the kids run around and we just stare into space. I highly recommend it. Go on some of the forums, they know so much more than I do about it. But that's my tips for an RV vacation. If you're thinking about one, I hope you all go and I hope you have a good time. I'll see you out on the road, people. If you have a question for myself or Amy, you can record a question for us on our website, whatfreshhellpodcast.com. There's a little button that says, ask us a question, and then you can hear your actual voice on the podcast. Otherwise, you can go to our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash whatfreshhellcast and ask a question there. And you might hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening.
1: You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. Well, hey there, Busy Mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter-Free,